To be you unapologetically with Dana Hammond. I have my special guest on the line, my bestie, my girl, since 12 years old, just about, LaRonda Humphrey. I'm uh, reaching out to her so that we can get some insight on what's going on there in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome, sis. Hey, girl. Hey. What's going on? What's going on, girl? It's some craziness, isn't it? Like for real. It is. I'm just trying to keep stay in the house and be compliant with this social distancing as much as possible. Um, so I don't really go out. I do go to the store, and that's like the store is right across the street from my house. I go to the grocery store, maybe Family Dollar, but that's about it. Um, since I have Diego, we stay in as much as possible. Yeah, and Diego is how old now? He just turned five on the 25th. So, yeah, that's really important. I was looking at um, a story that's on NOLA.com, and the title was Coronavirus Clusters Identified at 12 More Louisiana Senior Care Facilities. The list mm -hmm. now stands at 40. And um, being that you are employed by one of those uh, facilities there in Baton Rouge. I wanted to get your whole perspective, especially considering that you have Diego, who's five. You know, are you working mm -hmm. from home? How is it working from home? How are your patients? Because I know you're real passionate about your, uh, you know, your patients, uh, your clients. Um, just give yeah, residents. The residents. Yeah, give, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, to be completely honest, Last Wednesday was what day was last Wednesday? The 25th? Yeah, 25th. Mm -hmm. That was my last day at that company because of what's going on with this coronavirus. Um, I walked, I resigned effective immediately because I didn't think, and I'm not going to, I mean, we know the name of it, but anyway. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. There was, we had a resident to pass away about two and a half, three weeks ago, all of a sudden. Um, and about two days before he passed away, I was in his apartment because we were doing the the, the um, questionnaires, asking the residents how they were feeling, if they had any symptoms. And this particular day, I was um, the one to go into his apartment, and he said it was fine. He didn't have any coat on. He had a coat on in his apartment, and it was hot outside. And it was hot. It was mm. warm in his apartment. And I told the director, I I, I voiced that concern, and she was like, "That's he's just like that. He's you know cold nature." So I brushed it off. But a few days later, the man passed away. Um, then there was another incident with, a, with a, a resident in there who had possible exposure. So we had her on isolation for 14 days. And she was supposedly tested. And um, a week and a half later, in our morning meeting, I had to ask because nobody had said anything about it. So I asked, you know, how how is this resident doing? I haven't heard anything. How is the resident doing? And I was told that the test was messed up. It was messed up. I don't know if they didn't refrigerate it and they were supposed to or they did and they weren't supposed to. I don't know how that goes, but somehow it was messed up and they refused to retest her. Well, I, oh. had, I had a problem with that because I didn't believe that. And I was sent home um, on last Tuesday, Tuesday before last because I had a temperature of 99.1 and realized that, that the, the mom that they was using was all jacked up. So it was wrong, but it's just a lot going on. And people are keeping hush hush about it, the facilities around here, because I guess they don't want the families to be alarmed. But 
I just feel like a lot of things are not being done correctly. So I, I just refuse to be a part of stuff like that. And this lady, they have associates working around this lady. I mean, it's just not, I don't know. It's crazy around here. It's, it's crazy. But a lot of people around here aren't taking this seriously either. It's life is just as usual around here. Now, as far as going advantage of not going to work, but it's just crazy out here. Traffic is not as bad as it normally is, but people are still living their life. Are they still hanging out and having barbecues? And yes, on the girl, I was invited to a, uh, one of my um, co-workers had a birthday last week and she had a her husband barbecue and they invited me over and I was like, uh -uh, I can't do that. I just sent yeah. her a text, thank you, but no, I'm social distancing. I don't know the people that you're inviting. You invite people into your home. You don't know what's been going on. And I mean, then that's in closed quarters too, inside the home. But then even still, with that amount of people at a gathering, that's too much. You can't mm -hmm. be six feet apart and really enjoy, you know, each other's company. So you know that's not their plan. You right. Know they're going to hang out as usual. Right. And I was worried about Diego because, you know, he was in New Orleans. He's from New Orleans, and that's where he was. Mm -hmm. And when I went and picked him up, I met his mom in Kenner. But now I'm, I don't know. And it's scary because his immune system is, is compromised because he always has colds and all that stuff. So I'm, I try to keep him pumped up with, with um, vitamins and his uh -huh. immune, the immune um, vitamins and cold medicine at night. But it's scary because, I mean, now he wants to know why he can't go outside and play. He's bored in the house because he's pretty much done everything. Yeah, but I think it's okay for him to go outside as long as he's not playing around other kids or I, I would say not even playing on no kind of park. See, all he plays with when he's here is his scooter. He he rides up and down the sidewalk on his scooter. Yeah. Um, but there, there are two other kids that he's around all the time on a daily basis, but they are, those are the only two and he's the only one that they're around. But um, I still limit that. Oh, yeah. You just never know. Yeah, certainly. And people may think you're being funny because even when I walk through the store, when I have to go into the store, oh, but when I have to go into the store, I know people probably think I'm being funny, but if they walk too close to me, I'm just giving them the evil eye. Yeah. And um, if I see you and you walking slow, but I still need to go down the aisle, you going down, I'm going to walk, I'm going to pace with baby steps behind you to keep my feet, keep my distance. Because just right. like I'm not going to walk up on you, I don't want you just walking up on me. Right, just, right. You know, like they just ignore it. And they never know if they have it or not. And they just walking around just all mm -hmm. and fancy free like it's nothing. Like they're not watching the news. There's and, you a know, pastor here mm -hmm. um, who was cited for still having services. A rather large congregation in the thousands, I believe. Um and he still had service, and they they um cited him on Sunday. So then I was watching the news this morning. They're trying to see if they're gonna um file criminal charges because he still said he he's gonna keep doing it. See, now that's just that's just being ignorant because and and I hate to say it that way because yes, we all want to praise God, but why is it so important for you to bring these people together? That's just like in the Bible days, if somebody was stricken with leprosy or something, they weren't around the crowd. Right. They were secluded. Right. They were quarantined. That was even right. in the Bible days. So if right. you want to go to the Bible, let's go back to some how they used to do stuff in the Bible, sir. And God gives us common sense too. And God, you know, the Bible also says that we are supposed to follow man's law. Exactly. God is a, he's a, he's not the author of confusion. He's the author of he's a God of order. So he still says you're supposed to honor man's law. Yep. 
And if, if the law, if the law is said, this is what you should do, sir, come on, do it. Yeah, that was another uh, minister in um, of, of a fairly uh, large size uh, congregation. And I think Atlanta as well. They uh, put him in jail. They arrested him. Wow. Yeah, they arrested him. He was on the news and everything. And, and that's, they actually... to, that's what they want to do, sis. They want to they uh -huh. become infamous. They want that exposure so they can be the ones as the, the renegades. No. So they can get this exposure that they're getting, this attention that they're getting. And you're putting people at risk. Yeah. They have another church who held choir rehearsal. And I was like, thank you, God. Because the wow. very first week that they started saying 10 people or more, uh, they started even mentioning that. Me and uh, the our musician, we talked about it, and we were like, "No," nah. he said, "Cause no, I canceled it at you know at the other church." And I'm like, "Yeah, because I just don't want to take no chances, you know, even though it won't be that many people, but just to take the chance." And I heard of another of, of a church in another state that they held a choir rehearsal, and lo and behold, the majority of that choir is now sick. Wow, wow, the majority of that choir is now sick with Corona. Wow. So you just I, can't take chances. You still no, have we, to have, we, we just lost a family in Galveston. We can't even, they can't even have her funeral right now. I don't know what the family, what her children have decided to do, but it was supposed to be on the 28th, and then I got a text and they pushed it to the 4th. I don't know, but it may just have to be her, her media, just her children. Because we have some family members that come from New Orleans, me coming from Baton Rouge, and we have family members in Houston and everywhere that would want to go to that funeral. We can't. I cannot. If they decide to have it today, I will not go. I'm not putting myself in jeopardy. I'm not putting my family in jeopardy. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. We can't yeah. come to Texas anyway, right now, can we? No. If you did come, they'll stop you. They're supposed to. Now, when I saw it on the news, it said that they were supposed to have checkpoints, but they rolled through and they saw no checkpoints. But oh, since wow. it made the news. They may have them in place, but what the procedure right. was supposed to be, when you come in, you'll get stopped at the checkpoint. They'll order you to quarantine for 14 days. You have to give them the location, the address, where you're going to be staying, and they're supposed to uh, follow up and make sure that's where you are and that you are quarantined once you do make it to into Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I get uh, it though. I I understand. I mm -hmm. I went to my when they um when my job sent me home. I ha I had a doctor's appointment already scheduled for that Friday. But when I went, everything was fine. And um he was he asked me because he knows that I'm from Houston, and he asked me when was the last time I had been to Houston, and I told him um mid February when my I was there for my brother's birthday, and um he told me to just be he said just be careful. He said just just monitor it because. We were talking about, and I was like, but it's only, it's only been two weeks and it's this bad. He said, no, it's been longer than two weeks. It's just that we just started testing two weeks ago. Mm. He said, this has been, this epidemic has, has been going around, going on for about eight weeks. And this was like two weeks ago. We had this conversation. He said about eight weeks now. Hmm. And wow. I saw one of our friends that we go to, we went to school with. I saw her um, make a post and she was saying that, she lives in another state, but she had came home to Houston for the holiday, I believe, for for um Thanksgiving, and she was really, really sick, like like bad, like a, a bad flu, and but she just thought it was a bad stomach virus or the you know stomach flu, or whatever. When she got home, her fiance became sick, and then the mm. fiance's son got sick. 
So that may have been what she what they had. You never know. Really, for real. Seriously. You just say, I guess it depends on your immune system. Like I worry about my son with the sickle cell. I worry about that. And he's a barber yeah. too. Hopefully he's taking uh, precautions. And right now wouldn't even be a good time for him to be even doing that. That's what I told him. When he came that we is here about close two weeks proximity. ago. Yeah, I made sure I gave him all kinds of vitamin C um, pills. I gave him a bunch of orange juice. <laughs> 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 he's like, Mom, I'm 28 years old. Yeah, but still. <laughs> That's okay. You still my baby. That's right. That's right. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so how, how y'all doing? What's going on in, in Houston? Um, it's it's pretty, it's pretty, it's normal but abnormal. Mm -hmm. It seems um, surreal, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like life is still going on, but it's like you still now you have to stop and think mm -hmm. before you walk out the door. Okay, do I want to put on a mask? Oh, do I need to not touch anything mm -hmm. when I'm walking into the store? Do I touch the door? Mm -hmm. Do I try to push the door open with my butt? Do I pump the gas? Do I with people walking near me? Can I say hi to people? You know, it's, right? It's, it's crazy. It's things you didn't have to think about before. Now you have to think right. about even the simplest of actions to protect yourself and to protect others. And then I was just riding. I was watching, you know, people in cars. And I'm like, okay. I was trying to see who had on masks. And I'm like, okay, so do they put their mask on when they get out the car? Or do they just ride with them on in the car? Because you've been hearing, like, okay, is it airborne? Mm -hmm. It's not airborne. You know, it's only through mucus, saliva, and that kind of, you know, through bodily fluid contact. So it's like, it's just, you just never know what to, well, I won't say you never know, because all you have to do is go to CDC mm -hmm. um, to see exactly what, you know, is real and what's not. But um, it's just listening to so much and hearing so much news and so many different stories just have you uh, kind of on edge, uh -huh. but not to the point where you're like, oh God, what's going to happen? Not like that, but just in the common, just being a common person, right, a right. person just right. on just being uh, aware of your surroundings, right. having to be more vigilant. And you know, just everyday activities. Yeah. But you, you know, we still moving around. Traffic is is a lot lighter because a lot of people actually are not going to work. Mm -hmm. And I'm not seeing a lot in Houston of people bucking the system. And I'm thinking that's why ours is not spiking up as much as a lot of other right. areas. Right. Because they actually sitting their tails down, which is so surprising. Right. Um, right. So I'm not hearing a lot of them uh, bucking. And then, you know, in Houston, they, don't, they pretty much don't play. Because if you got them constables in your area and those sheriffs, and then like here in Little Humble, um, I haven't even been seeing many of them, but I know they've been trying to avoid contact mm -hmm. uh, with the public as much as possible. Because with the Harris County sheriffs, I saw on the news they had maybe. And it may be more, but I think it said like 60 officers that have already tested. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it may be more than 60. It may have been 160, but I know for sure it had 60 in it. So, wow. you know, that's that. But as far as going into the stores and getting food and things, mm -hmm. you can pretty much get what you want. Now, some things it'll be sold out, but um, you can pretty much walk into Kroger, I'll say, and get, you know, anything you want from the daily. You can get your, you know, mm -hmm. uh, cupcakes and cookies and you know bread is available um always not the mrs Baird's, mm -hmm. but like i've even seen in kroger where they had bread that didn't even have a name on it wow um yeah on the paper so these little um, mom and pop, but, this, this is the time for the little mom and pops to make their money because 
The no, mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't buy no name brand stuff, but nowadays yeah. you don't get what you can get. Right, right. But you know what? I want yeah. to touch on something that's we talked about. You know, people um, um, following the rules and all that. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I know is happening. People, a lot of families are. This is together because people are being forced to like this is mending a lot of marriages it's mending a lot of broken families but it's a whole lot of, of domestic abuse going on it's worse Ooh, i can only imagine a lot of child abuse going only on imagine it's worse because for the i'm gonna look at i can look at it from all three perspectives from the from the child's perspective going to school was my escape from the from the uh, from the victim's perspective going to work or staying home and everybody's gone is my escape from the abuser's mm-hmm. perspective being away from them motherfuckers is my escape yeah when i'm at work that's my escape from them i don't have to whip nobody you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. so, so not all of us will have to be in the same house together can you imagine volatile man mm. Scary, and I've been getting a whole. I've been getting a lot more calls. I've been talking to people mm. a whole lot more over the phone. That's why I know it's happening. I know it's. I'm. I'm meeting people. They may already have known, or have had contact with. Now they, I'm seeing stuff. Now you know you forced to. You forced to face what's going on. I have a friend who, um, her sister pretty much had the lifestyle like I had with Lonnie, you know, that had used to, had gotten used to having nice things, being a had been mm-hmm. accustomed, accustomed to living a certain lifestyle. And but you're still you're going through all of that. And now I can see it. I see it in my friend's sister. Because now she's around a lot more than she normally would. She lives all the way in another city, but she here a lot more. It's just, hmm. it's crazy. It's crazy. So, since you mentioned that, the calls, is there a way that the audience could reach you if they need it? Absolutely. Um, if you just need somebody to talk to or somebody to listen to, listen to you vent, you can call me. My telephone number is 225-328-3477. Again, 225-328-3477. If you want to send me an email, because sometimes if you're going through some things, that man or that or that woman that abuser, you don't want the abuse to listen to your conversation. So you can shoot me an email, a quick email, um, behind the concealer 2018 at gmail.com. Behind the concealer 2018 at gmail.com or on social media. Let them think that you just scrolling on social media. Behind the Concealer on Facebook, Behind the Concealer. Instagram is Behind the Concealer underscore speak. Um, just reach out to me. Shoot me a DM, a message in my DM, or whatever. Just, I'm trying to, I'm coming up with some, I want to come up with an app. I decided or figured out what I want to do, but it's something that I want to come up with that, that um, will make it a whole lot easier and a whole lot safer for victims to, to transition into survivors. But there's, it's a process. It's a whole process. Yeah. yeah. And right and now, we're kind of stuck. So you're kind of stuck in that situation mm-hmm. when you're actually not because you can start planning now. 
while you in that situation with this monster, or even if you are the monster, start writing stuff down, write your feelings down, find, and find a secret, a secret place that you can hide that journal, put it up, and find, so nobody can find it, but just start writing your feelings down, writing your plans, your short-term plans, your short-term goals, what you want to do. If you don't have a job, your immediate plan should be to find a job as soon as you can or to um, get some kind of education that will help you, that will allow you to um, be self-sufficient. Because that's why a lot of us don't leave our, uh, our abusers because we can't, we're financially dependent on them. So that's one of the first things that I would um, advise a victim who wants to become a survivor to do is to become self-sufficient and have your own income first before you can do anything. Now, what if they can't? Um, what if they can't leave the home? Can you give them some tips on ways to make income? Yes, a lot. Of These days, nobody should be broke. With technology, with social media, and all the videos, nobody should be broke. There are a lot of ways. First of all, get your cash app account. You know, bank account. Get your little cash account or a prepaid, a net spend account to start. That's how you start planning and setting your money up that he does not need to know or she does not need to know about. I would recommend Cash App because with Cash App, you can easily get funds from somebody. You may need you may need to um, call somebody or, or text like, can you shoot me $20 for gas? I'm trying to get away. You can do that with Cash App. It's easy. If I get a Cash App account, that's the mm -hmm. first thing you can do. And then it's a lot of little work from home jobs. It's a website called Rat Race Rebellion dot com and they offer a lot of work from home jobs if you have a smartphone you can make some money by doing little uh, what surveys you can you're at home all day you can make your money i've made like four hundred dollars my daughter hit me to that just laying in my bed doing doing the surveys and stuff or um, if you cook are you are you good at baking Start selling dinners or little um well we can't do that right now for social distancing. We can't do that. Yeah, um, if you're delivering if you if, if you're, you're right, you delivering, yeah. no contact. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Argue if you're good, if you have a lot of kids and you're good with crafts or arts and crafts, you know, a lot of with this social distancing that's going on, this TikTok and and um Instagram and FaceTiming. Do a lot of it's a lot of ways you can make some change. So there are options for her, you know, or him if they're trying to get away besides working outside of the home, because that would be obvious if they just right. say, oh, I want to get a job and then they want to control your money when you bring right. your money in. What do you need money for? Right. Um, I'm only imagining because I have not been in that situation. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's good to have, you know, to give them options like that, you know, where they can make that money, you know, on on the cool, you know, discreetly, where they can be put up because they will try to control you. Yes. Too, right. And, and um, unfortunately, it may and you it may entail having to be a little um um uh, a little uh I would. Well, how can I say this? Um, creative. Secretive. When I was trying to get out of my situation, <laughs> and I was paying bills or utility bills, and I needed money. I was planning on my escape. If a utility bill was a hundred dollars, I would tell him it was one hundred and fifty dollars or one hundred and thirty dollars to get that extra. 
to put it up. That's deceitful, but that's what I had. I had to resort to things like that. Now, we're not going to give away too many of those tips like that. We're going to save that <laughs> for we're going to save that type of information for your project that you have coming up, that tool kit. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because what we don't want to do is give the abuser, um, the abuser your inside tips yeah. because those will be the things they'll go looking right, for. Right. So um, we will. Uh, I'm excited about your tool kit yeah. that you have um, coming out uh, really soon. I'm super excited. I'm so ready to promote it. Um, but um, yeah, so y'all, if y'all need her, LaRonda Humphrey, L-A-R-O-N-D-A-H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y. If you need to contact her, she is on Facebook. Her organization is Behind the Concealer. Concealer, like the makeup that you put mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. your face. Concealer, Behind, B-E-H-I-N-D. T-H-E-C-O-N-C-E-A-L-E-R. You can find her on all social media platforms, and you can also reach her at 225-328-5477. Correct? Yes, ma'am. 328-3477. See? I always make four. that mistake. Yeah. That's three, why four, I asked you. Seven, seven. I forget Please my own repeat number. the whole number for me. Yep. 225-328-3477. <laughs> I have a lot of things I'm working on, Dana. Like, just a lot of things I'm working on because this this thing, this this pandemic, having to be forced to sit down and think and be creative mm -hmm. or whatever just to buy time or whatever. But a lot of things are coming to fruition. And sometimes it takes you having to be forced to be sit to sit down. Forced, yes. When you ask yes. when you ask the universe or the creative, or when you tell them something, when you put it out there, they got it have it has mm -hmm. to be honored. Not in the way you want it to be honored all the time, but it, it's going to come. And sometimes we have to have this kind of slap in the face, this kind of reality check. And this is a it major is. reality check. This is something that we have never. Yes, ma'am. Not in this lifetime. In life. I know I haven't. Exactly. Not in No, ma'am. So it's really something you have to take this and just learn from it because it, it, it too it shall, too shall pass. pass. This too shall yeah. pass. And but what are we gonna do? Right. What are we gonna learn that's, from it? That's what's most important. Um, oh, dang, it was a um, Jewel was watching uh, Keon Henderson on mm -hmm. Sunday, and she took some lovely notes. I wish I could get to them. Um, but one of the things that she said it was uh, that he had said was accelerate during the process mm. or something like that. I was like, mm. Mm. that's it's not a time to stop. When it's going, when when the storm gets to raging, that's the time you hit the gas. Come on now, you know, or excel. I, I gotta tell you, I, I have to tell you exactly what it is. I'm gonna look at the notes. I can't get to them, Lord Jesus. But girl, it's so good. So it's like during this time right here, this is the time you hit the gas. Yeah. You know, if that passion is there and it's burning, you take it and that's run right. with it. You know, don't just sit and, and hold on to it. You know, it, you know, if it's a feasible idea, and that's what I'm learning, sis. If it's feasible, go mm -hmm. for it. If it's coming to me like come and this is what you should do, when I go for it, it always yeah. works out so yeah. good. I mean, just so yeah. sweet. 
And I'm learning that to just take That's my right. time. I'm not jumping on mm-hmm. everything. And everybody who approaches me, it's not for mm-hmm. my mission. You're not going to be, you know, it's not for you to be a part, you know. And I, 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 I love what you do. And God bless your endeavors. Yeah. And I'm, you know, because every, you know, every opportunity is not right. a good opportunity. Right. And you have to stick with what your yeah. mission is, what your purpose yeah. is. And you'll absolutely. be okay. You'll be okay. You, you said something that what, what you just said was is absolutely correct. You have to be in line with, with what your purpose is. And if and if you know what your purpose is and your calling is and what in your life, if you're not in line with it, it's gonna be so uncomfortable. You gotta know it. Mm-hmm. The universe is not gonna allow you to mm-hmm. be comfortable. No, because you have a job. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be on your mission. No, you can't get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And when something yes, isn't right and it don't sit well with you, you're not supposed to allow it to sit well with you. Like I told my I promised myself about three years ago, I won't let anything or anybody ever compromise who I am as a woman, compromise my integrity, my ethics, my morals, or my self-worth. Never, I don't care if it's a relationship or a career. You will mm-hmm. not. You will not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, I can't wait for more of these uh, conversations. I know. And I... <laughs> they, get, they, get, they get realer and realer. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So I want to take this time and thank you so much. This is just the yes, first. Uh, we're going to have so many other conversations. But um, once again, give them your phone number because somebody out there uh, may hear this. Give them your phone number, your Instagram, your Facebook, because and your email. Give them everything again, because like you said, they may not be able to have their mm-hmm. phone call. Or even look, what about this is, what if they have voice memo on their phone? And they can record the voice memo and text it to you if they want to, you know, verbally oh, say yeah. or if they can't type that fast, they could send you a voice That's memo awesome. and just text it to Good you. Good idea. And you know what else just came to me? Thank you for confirmation. I'm going to get, I want to get a number, a certain number that you can text if you need some kind of assistance. Yeah. You just text the number uh-huh. and it comes. It's a lot that I'm working on. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. A voice memo. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my name is LaRonda mm-hmm. Humphrey. My foundation is Behind the Concealer. My Instagram is Behind the Concealer underscore speak. Speak. I am also a life and performance coach. So in these time, these trying times, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to or somebody to just coach us along or just give us that extra push and that motivation that we're going in the right direction that you got this girl or you got this boy. I'm your girl for that too. So, so again, it's behind the behind the concealer underscore speak is Instagram, Facebook is behind the concealer, and I'm not gonna forget about so diva luxury lashes. Um, with all this <laughs> going on, I was I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of nervous about ordering and shipment because my my vendors are in China. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie, so I was kind of edgy about that. But I've been doing some research and all as well, so I'm in the process of relaunching so diva. So I'm gonna need your help on that too, sis. Okay. And um, I just want to thank you for always including me. Some kind of way you find a way to include me in everything that you do. <laughs> and I appreciate you for that. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I appreciate you for that. That means a lot to me. It does. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, 
But all right. Well, thank you, sis. Thank you for coming on. And again, this is not the last time. No, so ma'am. We're not saying uh, farewell. We're just saying uh, later. See you later, girl. Um, so stand up from the crowd. I mean, stand up for what you believe in. Continue to stand out from the crowd. Be you, LaRonda Laverne. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Make your creator proud. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. That's it. Love.